big question is this, how does an everyday entrepreneur like you, like me, find our inner remarkability, even if we might be introverts or not have a network or have much money? Things we think hold us back and use this instead to convert our ever-growing audience. That is the question and this podcast will help answer it. The Remarkable Entrepreneur's Playbook. Let your remarkable flag fly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Remarkable Entrepreneur's Playbook podcast. Gosh, I'm losing (laughs) track of the names of these podcasts. (laughs) All right. So we have actually really, I'm actually really excited about talking about this topic. I was like, oh, like, because it's been something actually that I've just recently, I guess, lived through, going through. Mm. Um, And I was actually talking to Ash about it on Friday uh, as we were were going out. And I was like, wow, this is so different. So different. Okay. So let me rewind a little bit. And (laughs) what do I mean? What is so different? (laughs) Well, I think I started with like, so we are in this phase of currently recruiting for our development team. Mm. And we actually do have our first full-time developer on for Capture. You heard it here first. <laughs> it's so exciting. It's actually really exciting. It this is, is it's, so fresh. This is so new. It's, yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. So how do we get to this point? Because it's been, I don't even know how it happened to be honest. Okay, no, I do. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of people would know that we launched our MVP product um, end of last year. And we've had, you know, we've been working with people inside of Capture Unlocked, Capture CEO, who've given us great feedback. Um, we know where we want to take the product. We know how we want to be serving our clients and our customers even more through Capture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were like, we're, we're not technical. Um, we could very well have used the same agency that we used to create the MVP product. But mm. and you know, look, that's that would be a very rational, logical decision. The other option was that uh, we get a CTO into our business, a chief technology officer. Mm. And if anyone knows about any positions that have a C in front of it, they're not cheap, <laughs> let's just say, right? Unless you're the founder. Unless you're, yeah, exactly. Unless you're... That's super cheap, free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Free life deal, that's what you get. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so that's... Yeah, so... I actually, it was really funny because I sat on this decision going back and forth for probably a couple of months as to whether or not to hire the CTO. Mm. We knew him, we knew, like, you know, met with him multiple times, trusted him, all that, like, there was nothing about him or what he could do or anything like that that was definitely holding me back or, Mm. you know, that I had any um, doubts about. It really came down to, did I think that we were ready and I'm going to come back to this question because mm. I don't even think this this was the right question to ask. But um, in my mind, that was like that was what was going on. Did yeah. I think that we were ready? You know, yeah. we um, we didn't have as many people on the platform as we probably would have liked to yet. Um, we probably weren't making uh, like enough money really to be covering for a CTO and a development team. Mm. I think anyone who has heard about any startups know that a lot of startups take investment capital because yeah. they have to because yeah. of all of this. Yeah. Um, because this stuff is not cheap. And so in my mind, I was like going back to be like, do we really need it? I mean, we could, we could just, yeah, go down the, you know, relatively safe path of just getting this agency to keep building features that we thought would you know, that mm. we that we wanted, um, that our users wanted, and mm. we'll just kind of keep seeing how it goes. But at least that, you know, we 
we could almost look to scale, like to increase our expense base as our revenue base increase. That was kind of, you know, and if anyone has, you know, either like me studied accounting or listened to the really hard-nosed gurus or to your accountant or anyone Mm -hmm. that, you know, deal with numbers, they would tell you that's a smart thing to do, right? Don't don't, um, try to stretch yourself too thin. Don't do all these things. Um, And I know here especially debt is a big, you know, and credit scores and stuff is a big thing. So you're you're taught from a really, really, you know, young age to be like make smart, rational decisions. Mm. And I don't dispute that, but... This is where, this is the interesting thing that comes up um, because then I really want to talk today about levelling up Mm. and what that actually means and looks like in reality. Mm. Because what we decided, well, what I decided to do was I was like, you know what, I have a vision for this business. I have a vision for this product. I can see where it can go. And I know that getting an agency on will not get us there, Mm -hmm. like fundamentally. Already I know that what they've built is not going to be scalable enough like there are massive gaps um in it already and I was like this is a moment of almost this this you know fork in the road moment right where it's kind of like do I continue playing it safe or do we go all in do we put all the chips in and in a way do or die Mm. right and this decision only comes about, by the way, when you are really, really invested in the, the, the business that you're building. Yeah. So this is a caveat, a little bit of caveat, because I know that some people are just kind of dabbling a little bit into, into entrepreneurship. They kind of maybe have a hobby or something that they just want to maybe monetize. You, you're probably not feeling it at this level, right? But if you are serious about building a true scalable business, then you're going to come up against these decisions like more and more mm-hmm. every time. And for me, I know that I have a history of of playing it small. Mm. Like I know, you know, even in corporate, um, I would never be the one who would put myself out there for promotions. I would never be, you know, because I was, I would never even think that I was ready to be promoted, for mm. example. Mm. Um, and a lot of that was because I was playing it small. Um, and then in entrepreneurship, time and time again, like, I mean, the difference with my the first few businesses in hospitality is like, when we were faced with some of these decisions, in a way, we were kind of forced to not even think about, like, we had to take debt on, for example, to even open the store. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. so it was, I mean, we could have probably at that time been like, oh, maybe this isn't for us. And, you know, but we knew that we at least just wanted to start the business. So that was, it that wasn't even really a decision to be made. We just yeah. we had to do it. Yeah. Um, we had to, you know, it's a very physical, obviously, in hospitality, you're on your feet, you know, you can't, you're literally, they're having, there are people waiting, waiting in front of you, which means that we didn't have a choice to delegate or build a team or not, like we had to have one, yeah. like they just, you know, they're literally, I didn't have enough arms, Ash didn't have enough arms for us to, yeah. so like, in a way, we were kind of fortunate because those first, bis- first businesses, like, forced us to just do these things without having to even think about mm, them in, mm, in a way. There's no truly other option. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, when we talk about an online business, this is the really interesting thing, having now transitioned into the online space, is that the almost a false sense we get of how with online businesses we can do it all, right? That's kind of what we're sold. Yeah. We're like, it's super easy. You just like have this tech, tech stack you can do everything. Mm. And then, and so the more that you, you know, hear that and you do that, you're like, yeah, I probably could do everything, yeah. but you really can't, yeah. you really can't. And this is like, these are the, these are, this is when these decisions become hard because you could technically do everything, whatever that means. Mm. Like you could technically be the one, 
you know, fulfilling and marketing and um, serving customers. Like you could technically be the one doing all of that, but mm. is that actually serving your business the way that, you know, for for it to actually grow? Yeah. that's That becomes a key question because mm. if you were just like, yep, I just want to keep going this way, I'm happy with the amount of time that I'm putting in, I'm happy with the amount of income that it's making and I don't really have any aspirations for it to be more awesome. Like, yeah, yeah then totally you can keep doing that, not have to increase your expense base and just, you know, roll month in, month out. Mm. But if you're one of those like super ambitious people who want more, you know, you want to grow that business to seven and then to multiple seven and then to eight figures and, you know, beyond, then you're going to be faced with these decisions that force you to decide whether you're ready to level up. And I don't mean that you're ever going to be ready because you're not. Mm. Um, And I actually went through this, like, yeah, if I talk, if I come back now to this decision about um, bringing a CTO on, because we're not ready. Mm. Like if I think about it, I'm like, I definitely wasn't ready. The business isn't ready, but when ready from a a logical standpoint, Mm. I guess it's like, it's not like we're making enough revenue that can completely cover a CTO wage, for example. Right. Um, So uh, yeah. So, but since making that decision and since having worked with him for already, like, you know, he's kind of a, how many weeks in, um, and he's already remapped the architecture. Now, as we said, we've got our first full-time developer mm. in the team who is going to be directly on the tools, helping us, you know, um, make make this transition. I felt myself actually leveling up in a way where there's just no, in a, what am I trying to say? I felt myself leveling up in a way that, it's not even a question anymore as mm. to whether the business is going to be successful. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. I think before when you're kind of playing it small and you're hedging your bets, it's kind of because you don't know. You're like, do I want to be all in on this? Mm. Do I think that this is going to work? Mm. Am I ready to take the risks that need to be taken in order for this to become what I want it to be? Mm. Yeah. And so when you hedge your bets, it's already a little bit of a red flag I think for you if you mm. if you are mm. that maybe what the thing that you're doing isn't maybe what it is that you want to see all the way through mm. but when you are ready to go all in then this is what happens what happens is that it's like call it I don't know preordained call it determined whatever like there's no way that this business can't won't be successful mm. in a way like I know that they're like logically yeah that there are other things that come up but like in my mind I'm like yeah there's just no way because we're going to make it work. Mm. Um, so we'll do everything in our power to make it work. And we have now the resources and the people in place to make it work. Mm. And so this is what I mean by like leveling up. It's not even, and how important it is that when we are forced to make these decisions that we choose to not continue playing it small. Mm. So that's kind of what I want to talk about this mm. week. Awesome. <laughs> Did you have anything to add to that? <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, I, like they're not necessary, I don't think, yeah. you know, because um, it's almost like, like you say, it's an, it's, an, it's an emotional experience because that leads to a tangible outcome because, like you were saying, it's not just like, I think because once you're committed and you go all in and you decide to do it, it's not like that's when the work begins, mm. right? But I think... You have conviction in what you're saying because now you know that you're actually going to start behaving in a way yeah. that's going to actually make it work versus when you're 
testing and hedging your bets and, and testing the waters, that's how you will behave. And then, of course, the, the response is going to be the same, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're going to get back, okay, well, yeah, you know, the, the result might be like you get evidence back saying, yeah, this could work if yeah. you invest more in it, or it may not work because that's what you're testing. And that's a very necessary stage because you also, you can't just like wake up one morning and be like, I have this idea and I'm going to go all in straight mm-hmm. away. So yeah. that's an important phase still. But I think at the end of the phase, you still have to make a big decision. And it's so it's so easy to make an emotionally convenient choice. Yeah. Right. Because like you say, all the logic and the rationale will, will give you that. Yeah. Will give you that evidence. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, time to step into courage and faith. Yeah. So that you can start behaving in the way that's actually going to get the result you want. Awesome. I love that. All right, you guys. So that's what we talk about this week, leveling up. And we are going to be back tomorrow in the next episode with step one. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to this episode. As a business owner myself, I'm well aware of the many other shows you could have listened to. Hopefully what we shared with you today will not only resonate with you, but will help you on your own entrepreneurship journey. If this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know who might need it. Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks again for tuning in. And remember, let your remarkable flag fly.